yet another gray, murky morning in these beautiful twin cities of Minneapolis, St. Paul, and the surrounding areas. It's been very mild temperatures for January, but the problem is that turns all the snow into fog, fog, snow. It's just dour. It's not bumming me out. I don't suffer from seasonal affective disorder. But it is very gray out there and wet. It's very much like the Pacific Northwest during the winter. How about you? Are you happy? Are you sad? Well, I've been working out like a mad dog, so I oh. feel really good. You're full of endorphins, no matter yeah. what the world is like around you. Done 200 miles on the old exercise bike this month. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. So, no, I'm not bumming out, but usually I would be because this is ridiculous. I mean, we're at a point now where it's been, we've had like two days of sun in the last 25 days. Correct. And it's, it's weird. And so for people who do have sad seasonal affective disorder, yeah. whether, you know, whether you believe it or not, this time of year does affect people. Less light obviously has an impact on who and what and how we are. But, um, yeah, so I thought, well, since we're living in an era of darkness and trundling across the moors, hoping not to encounter, encounter the hounds. Yeah. I felt um, like this, though, like this song from 88 to 93. Yeah. Oh, dude, I had in high school, <laughs> in the mid-80s, I had an asymmetrical haircut yeah, and wandered around school looking down wearing my trench coat. Smoking cloves, man. You yeah, want to go smoke some cloves? What if I told you I had cloves in the in the glove box no of my way. truck? I promise you I do, yeah. and I'm going to go get one after this. Yeah, a lot anyway, of paisley, too, a, I bet. Yes, buttoned up to the top with the brooch, brother. Come on. You know nice. how I do. Nice. My name is Brian Oak. It is the Brian Oak Show, episode 370 here in the Smart Start MN Studios. That is my stalwart ally and constant source of mockery, Sean Bernard. Are you good today, though, man? You feeling good about the exercise thing? I am. Yeah, I got a big doctor appointment coming up April 30th, so... It's like people who hire a maid but then clean the house before the maid comes over. Just let it happen, man. uh, Find out where you've screwed up. Not to be dour, but literally I've had like three radio brethren uh, die in the last like four weeks. My doctor took me off my heart meds, which is great, except for the appointment to see if I can stay off the heart meds Uh is April 30th. Understood. So she's like, you need to lose like 50, 60 pounds. Well, I'm down 35. That's great. But I got to keep. <clears throat> got to keep going. It's always a battle, Brian. Always a battle. Tell me about it. I just decided <laughs> to quit. I capitulated. I'm like the French. I you threw quit in, quitting. I, I threw in with the Germans, man. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> anyway, uh, Smart Start MN yeah. is Minnesota's original ignition interlock company. They were there at the foundation of this very important thing. And normally we don't talk to our guests during the first segment. I think yeah. we should make an exception for that because we've got Ed Cohen from Smart Start joining us today to talk mostly music. But I feel like why not talk to the expert when the expert is here? First of all, hello, Ed. Good morning. Uh, and also, uh, you will note the first thing I said to you when you walked up to me with the generous black coffee you brought me, you look amazing. You look like you've lost a bunch of weight as well. I have. I have. I've uh, changed up some things. Okay. I've done some new things. And, Excellent. Uh, yeah. Down, down a little bit. Uh, All right. Well, if you were good, if you weren't such a well-respected attorney with people with security clearances in your family, I would probably <laughs> say it's mostly the meth. But I know that you oh, are a much smarter <laughs> guy than that. I know you're much smarter than that. Um, Smart Start MN. What I wanted to ask you, I think by now people know what the ignition interlock is, right? You got to right. breathe, then you can drive, and you lose your license if you get popped drinking and driving. Was there during the pandemic 
a dip just because people weren't going out as much. And now I, I can almost see the, the, the graph right now in front of me. I'm imagining that because people got back out with a renewed exuberance, but also kind of a little bit of forgetting just how dangerous it can be out there. Have you seen a spike in people who need your aid? Well, the numbers are back up. Yeah. Uh, when when the pandemic started, it cratered. It it was so much worse than I expected. And the longer it went on, the worse it got. But um, it didn't mean people weren't drinking. They were. Uh, they just weren't getting caught, and they weren't going out. Okay. To get they were caught, doing it at home. Right. To get caught during the pandemic, you had to have like run out of chips and needed to go up <laughs> to the store and, and found a cop that was willing to pull you over because a lot of them weren't. Yeah. Um, so, oh, because of the pandemic itself, right? Wild. And there was there was talk. I I don't know this for a fact, but I've heard from a number of people that cops were kind of told, "Look, unless it's really bad, let it go. You don't need to have contact, and you know maybe get yourself sick." So that's the story I heard. No idea if it's true, but okay. th- that's the that's what but we it, saw. It, does, it stands to reason. I mean, sure. that makes sense, right? Sure. So, Especially but, in the early days when we had no idea what we were dealing with. Now, we always say, Sean and I, on behalf of Smart Start, that we like to work with you because, A, you're one of us. I mean, you are Minnesotans, you're music heads, you're decent people. Uh, but the, the important part, I think, is because for some people, especially if it's their first Dewey, there's a there's a level of shame that comes along with that, right? Yes, and yeah. people, they're afraid, that they're sad to talk to their family. They're, you know, they feel ashamed to talk to an attorney or anybody, all the other places you're going to have to go stand in line to get yourself back in order, up to and including the ignition interlock. But that's not how you treat people. You, you do this for reason right i mean we've we got into this because we were lawyers and we were looking for a way to help our clients and it turned out that this was a way to do it and you know people forget before there was interlock if you lost your license you lost your license and you had two choices you could drive illegally or you could not drive and both choices are hard yeah um, this, well, one this, of them super expensive, and one of them is just stupid as hell. <laughs> but, well, a lot of people, people probably lost their the jobs time. too. Well, because that was of it, just because they I mean, couldn't drive. Right. I mean, you know, it, on a first, you could get a work permit. A lot of times, you couldn't. So mm. people, people gambled. You know, people drove looking over their shoulders. Uh-huh. People did things that they shouldn't do. They drove illegally. They drove without a license. Mm. They drove without insurance frequently, and this gives people an opportunity to get back and kind of get their stuff together, you know, an opportunity to keep driving, to keep going to work, to keep taking their kids where they need to go, to get to the store, to take care of their families. And, you know, we've felt really good that over the past 17 years, we've been allowed to, you know, help people out. And that's what we try to, that's the way we look at it. You know, every day we're trying to help people out to, to get them back on the road so that they can keep moving on with their life. Because most people who do it, I mean, there obviously are chronic offenders, but most people who do it just made a dumb choice one night, right? Right, right. And, you know, my... I mean, no present company included, never, of course. Never, But uh, <laughs> what's the best way for people to get a hold of Smart Start, Sean? Go to smartstartmn.com slash the Brian Oak Show. That'll get you 20% off the installation of the ignition interlock slash doohickey. Doohickey. Before we circle back around with Ed Cohen, I also want to make sure that we mention OA Design Build Architecture. They do an incredible job at what they do, which is, it's right there in the name, Design, Build, and Architecture. You and I recently had a chance to see some of their handiwork. Most of us will never live in the Pillsbury Mansion, but what they're doing to that place is incredibly remarkable. Well, you said it in the video, so I don't want to spoil it, but I'm so glad they 
they are actually rebuilding the interior of that place well, think and about not it. I mean, tearing it down and putting something stupid in e- its place. Even if it's historically significant, we live in a time where, well, I mean, in downtown Minneapolis went through this about, what, 60, 70 years ago where they're like, let's just destroy all this and fill it up with smoke glass skyscrapers. And that's fine. Downtown Minneapolis is cool, but it's not fine. And so this could easily have been raised to the ground and turned into another Ikea-looking condominium with some kind of retail establishment oh. at the bottom. And so this is a huge endeavor. And thank God the current owners care enough that they're like, no, let's have the most tricked out mansion in South Minneapolis. And that's exactly what OA Design Build Architecture is doing. Yeah. And you can go to oadesignbuild.com and you can actually get a phenomenal, I think Valentine's gift would be the right way to do it. Yeah. Uh, Until February 10th, you can go there and you can actually try doing a small project with them. They're doing this just right now because it's that particular time of the year. But you can have something small done, like having a you know a bench built in your mudroom or that sort of thing. Right on. Uh, work with them. S- send them a, a message in the contact us. They'll give you a, a discount with that. They maybe have certificates, I guess. But but they said contact them through the contact us. Get something set up. What a thoughtful gift, especially if somebody you're married to has been asking you for years <laughs> for that bench in the mudroom. I mean, I'm not saying it's a deal breaker, but where's my damn bench exactly right uh-huh it is the brian oak show and we've uh, gone too long without hearing some music we're going to circle back around with ed cohen because ed wants to talk about an upcoming tribute show in the first avenue main room and when you first reached out to invite me to go along with you and ed, yeah. i was like oh man going out on a sunday night and then i saw what it was i'm like hell yeah we're going out on a sunday night <laughs> right on. you don't have to be up early in the morning anymore. amen <laughs> my brother um well that's the main reason i say yes um <laughs> There is an upcoming tribute to R.E.M.'s debut studio album. Of course, they had music and singles out before that. But Murmur landed in the summer of 1983, more than 40 years ago. And a couple of heavy hitters are coming to town to play the music of Murmur. I cannot overstate the impact of this on my life. And I'm not going to state it at all right now because I want to talk to Ed about this. But first, we are going to hear a song off this record, my favorite song off the record, Sitting Still on The Brian Oak Show.
Arguably, mm, mm, arguably, mm. okay, I, I won't even make a case for it, but I would say that if someone were to come up to me and say that is the greatest full-length debut in American rock and roll history in the 20th century, I would not immediately fly into a rage. I can hear the right. arguments for it because it was so foundational. I don't even know where to start, so I'm going to let you start because I have so many things to say about this band, but I'm not... People hear me talk all the time. Ed Cohen is our guest right now. Ed, why R.E.M.? Why does R.E.M. matter to you, man? That's way too big a question. (laughs) I know. That's way too big a question. Two hours later. Exactly. (laughs) Bite a little piece off that and tell me one of the reasons they matter so much to you. Well, I, I think they hit at that time when you're... 13, 14 years yep. old and things are starting to form in your head and you're finding the things that you like and they're finding the things that you like, not necessarily what other people like. Mm-hmm. And it gets just embedded in your head and it never leaves. And I think that's why. I mean, I heard this album mm, a little bit later. Like, I didn't hear him right away, I, yeah. but it was it was a buddy's older brother, you know. Yep. Gotta have one yep. of those. Yep. Everybody's <laughs> gotta have the buddy's older brother. Except my buddy's older brother was a weed head, so it was, <laughs> it was a lot of Head East and Robin Trower. Yeah. You know? yes. <laughs> that, that happens, but, but when you find the stuff that you like, exactly. it, it just gets its hooks in and it never leaves, and this is one of them. I had a buddy who found it, um, probably not the year it came out, it was probably a year later, but we had all started kind of getting into new stuff on Once in a While We Would Take the bus down from Coon Rapids to Northern Lights on Block E downtown, yep. and we would just look through and guess, you know, and sometimes you bought a, a steaming pile of crap, and other times you found gold, yeah. and he went down one time, and he's like, dude, you got to come over this afternoon. I'm like, what's going on? He's like, I bought a new album that you have to hear, and we sat and listened to it two or three times in a row. Yeah. And this is a time where, you know, punk rock is still ruling and new wave is still ruling. So doing sort of jangly Americana 
isn't really the order of the day, but it was so good. And the lyrics were so obtuse, like, what is he talking about right, right. now? But nobody cares because it's beautiful. And the voices, both Michael Stipe and then even Mike Mills doing mm-hmm. harmonies, they become more of an instrument than an actual way of conveying a message. They, they right. were dizzying to me. And don't forget, Bill Barry sang as well. Yep, yep, yep. I mean, mm. Bill was Bill was on a lot of the background. Um, okay, so you're right about, is this the greatest intro? But- Tell me somebody who had the first four or five albums that I'm, R.E.M. did. You and I feel the same way about this. There is not, and I this one I, I will die on this hill, right. there is not an American band whose first five studio albums are as consistent, as strong, as influential as R.E.M., and I, I will die on that hill. Right. No, I, I'm, I'm with you. I don't think that there's anybody else who can hold a candle to it and i've had people throw out springsteen i've had people throw out petty and they're good they're very good but rem man it was it was magical it was ethereal it wasn't mainstream and that that part wasn't fine although it was cool for it to not be mainstream to us in the 80s right but it they they are they're as good through that stretch as anybody they were the first band where some of my buddies were not on board right and I did not give a shit. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like your other buddies that would like Def Leppard and Van right. Halen and all that right. stuff. You're like, great. I'm not. That's great. Continue to like that. But there's something that's just hit me, and I don't care if you don't like it because I'm going to be spending a lot of time with these albums and with this band. Well, and and wasn't it wasn't it kind of the thing where you didn't really want people to know about it? Like a little bit, like a little bit, because I was like, I oh know, boy, I don't know if you're up to this. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. Well, if... well, you know who did like it. The girls that I was interested in. Amen, right. brother. And that was that's the right. cool thing. That's, oh, right. Right. that's Here's right. the problem. That starts off a long, li- long lifelong trend of liking women with emotional problems. Yeah. Because I have emotional problems. And mixtapes. Oh, man. Do you think R.E.M. ever made it onto a mixtape? A little bit. I want to talk about their legacy and more. But before we get into this next song, because you brought a handful along from the early days, um, we're going to talk about this Murmur tribute show coming up on the far side of this song. But you went back to the very oh. beginning with maybe a top three R.E.M. R.E.M. song for Love me it. all yeah. time. Why'd you pick this one? I think uh, if it wasn't the first song I heard, it was the first song that really resonated with me. Mm-hmm. Like the friend's brother had Chronic Town and said, you guys got to listen to this. And we did. And it's like, I, what are we hearing? What there, I, I just like. There was nothing like it before that. Right. It was it was so new and it was so resonant with me. Something about it just grabbed me and said, Stay here and listen to this. Before we talk about more murmur, let's hear a song off Chronic Town. Carnival of Sorts, Boxcars.
So good. That is more than 40 years old, oh. and it sounds as good as anything that can. That can't be right. What's cool is I listen to Radio K all the time these days because they seem to have found their voice again musically, mm-hmm. and they, everything that was sort of shoegazy and weird and jangly from the 80s and 90s is right. popular again with kids who weren't born yet when it first went down. Right. And I, it, so it sounds freaking fantastic. Speaking of that, we're talking to Ed Cohn from Smart Start and a friend of ours and a fellow music a fanatic. REM matters to me because not only was I there and they were sort of the, the soundtrack, I kind of lost track of them around green. Not that I be, be, I didn't judge their success at all. I, I did not begrudge their success because they had put the time in, man. They put the hours in. And this is the important part. Nirvana gets all the credit for making the alternative music explosion happen mm-hmm. in the U.S., mm-hmm. But throughout the 80s, with college radio and community radio, if there weren't the pillars of The Cure, yep. The Smiths, REM in particular, the, none of that would have fomented. Even Kurt Cobain himself said, what I want is I want to be able to be successful like REM, but I still want to be cool. Like He wanted the yep. best of both worlds, and I think that trauma ultimately pulled him apart. We're here to talk about this show uh, that I honestly had not heard a word about. Will you tell me about this tribute show coming up here in a week? Sure. So uh, it is uh, Jason Narducci from... Bob Mould's band, mm-hmm. who's played with Super Chunk, who has played with Sunny Day Real Estate. He has done his own thing for years, a uh, great bass player, a great guitarist. He is friends with Michael Shannon, the actor. And somehow they started doing um, tribute shows to bands. And they've they've done a couple. I think they've done a, a Who show, and there's a couple of others that they've done. But I heard about this one um, on Facebook. I happen to be Facebook friends with Jason and so I saw the announcement and was really curious about it because I couldn't imagine actually doing this thing but they did it at the Metro in Chicago last year it was apparently a big hit um and they play the whole album start to finish yeah right and then they play a whole bunch of other stuff right they had guests um Mike Mills who is the bassist of REM came to the show uh (laughs) and and the story I heard was that they they said do you want to play and he's like no 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 no. this is your gig this is your thing i want i want you guys to do this and i just want to come here and enjoy it and about the second or third song he was you know on the side of the stage going yeah okay you mind if i just step in here and apparently it was just a, a, a great time was had by all and so kind of following this story along when i saw that they were announcing this little tour and it's i believe there's like 10 dates yeah, in eight places. Right. I think that's right. Yeah. Um, I'm like, oh, I got to go to this. And so the, the instant tickets went on sale. I bought them and started talking to Sean about it. Going, yep. This is this is a show you got to go to. I mean, this is right in the wheelhouse. And tell Brian. and Yeah, they're a top four band for me. Yeah. I mean, for my life. I mean, there's, yes, I the Beatles and people like that. But for my generation, for our generation, mm-hmm. they're right there. Well, and, you know, and, and this is this is heartily endorsed apparently by the band because michael yeah. stipe has been tweeting about it or xing about it high i don't know compliment. what we call it really these high days, compliment you yeah. think about it, he could be like come on guys or you know. just ignoring yeah it. exactly but, i mean he's he's saying go see this this is going to be great and you know if michael stipe is talking about michael stipe music that way oh. then you got to go see it that's amazing actually because i mean they most bands, when they call it quits, a lot of them make these grand proclamations. We will never play together yes. again. <laughs> and then 
four and a half years later, there they are doing a gigantic show and maybe even a tour, depending on how the show goes. So far, they haven't officially gotten back together once since they decided to call it quits. They're like, we've done REM. We're going to check out our own things. Certainly, they've made their money and, and they've their legacy is intact. But the fact that they're excited about being celebrated like this, I think that's great. Yeah, and you have to imagine they've been, you know, people are writing them, willing to write them giant, you know, cardboard cutout checks for... <laughs> <laughs> big zeros uh-huh. but, but they haven't done it um but what is fun about it you know is a lot of them are still involved uh mike mills and peter buck play in about 900 other bands yes. that go on tour yeah. i saw and I, I don't know if either of you were at the show but i saw a band called uh arthur buck at the entry was it joseph arthur and peter buck yes really with, i wasn't there but i know both I those either, yeah. i know with, both those players exactly with i think steve Wynn and his wife whose name escapes me at the moment the well drummer. steve and peter play in the baseball project together don't they and i think they play in the minus five wow with scott mccaffrey yeah. from yeah, yeah. fresh young fellows uh-huh. and i saw all of those bands in like six months because they wow. happened to just be passing through and you look at it i have a picture with Peter Buck and I, and then he turns around and he goes to the merch table where he's just selling merch. Exactly. I love that. Peter Buck, Hall of Fame <laughs> yeah, guitar yeah. player yeah, yeah. for R.E.M., yep. selling merch at his little show at the entry. Which is, oh. I mean, but that's very much his way. I, I have, I have I just, a friend. I, I just think that's so cool. I have a friend who apartment sat for him back in the 90s in New York uh, in his loft. Uh, and I, everyone would know her name if I said it, but I'm not going to say it. And she's like, the only thing that was in the fridge, because he has multiple places to land and he's on tour all the time. Like the only thing that was in the fridge was about 50 cans of Slim Fast. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know why that makes me laugh. Cause it's not like he's a big, disgusting, fat body, but it's just, it's like, oh, I'm home for a couple of days. I'm just going to have some Slim Fast and get back out on the road and get back to eating, you know, what's the clown one? Jack in the Box? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice. um, let's go ahead and hear some more music because I have more important questions. I want to dig deeper. When you say Michael Shannon, do you mean that Michael Shannon right there? I mean that Michael Shannon. The guy who's been in every movie. He's uh, been in so many movies. Groundhog's Day. Yeah, yeah. How about General Zod from Man of Steel? I, kneel before Zod. <laughs> exactly. Oh my! I mean, I mean, Michael Shannon, the actor. He's a great actor, too. Yeah. Well, yeah. and if you can bring those forces to bear when you're singing and belting out these songs, because it's going to require some subtlety. It's not like, you know, Michael Stipe was Paul Stanley, right? I mean, right. like you, but the songs have some hep. I'm suddenly very excited about this. I, I, I don't know how you couldn't be. Well, I, I, just, I guess I hadn't really given it any. Every once in a while, we disappear up our own asses. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. And Fair. I haven't really been thinking about the things that have been happening around. We're talking about the REM Murmur Tribute Show coming up on Sunday, February 4th. At the in the First Avenue main room, and it's been a minute since I've stepped in there too. It's time to get back out on the scene, baby. Why did you pick this track off Murmur? Why not? I mean, it's a great song. You know, I I was really hard pressed to to pick two from Murmur, much less three, right? Uh, because they're all so great. I mean, I've lately in the last couple of days been listening to this album back and forth, and I eventually I just said. It has to be perfect circle. Because let's be honest, everybody knows don't go back to Rockville. I mean, everybody associates that with early REM. Let's go a little bit deeper. And, I agree. and this is really one of my favorite songs off the album. And we're going to say 
for dedicating this to my Uncle Troy, who passed away in 2020. This was his favorite R.E.M. song, Perfect Circle. Put your hair back You get to leave Eleven gallows On your sleeve Shallow figure Winner's paid Eleven shadows Way out of R.E.M. on the Brian Oak Show, episode 370. Before we talk about this murmur show that's coming up here in a week, just over a week's time, we really have to check in with my friend Sean, who is not only producer, director, but also actor, uh, and a uh, realtor for Remax Results, and you are in the teeth of it. Let me ask you this. When it's not like, I, I feel like it would slow things down if it were super dark, 
four feet of snow, howling winds of 20 below. I, that was almost poetic right there. We, it was. We it, clipped that part, right? I, I will. Like to say that. Um, but now, I mean, it's milder, it's different, but you said it hasn't really slowed down all that much this winter. Well, I just have some people that I'm working with that they need to move. And that's the thing is that there are people that Amen, there are people that plan yeah there are people that plan three years ahead, and they know exactly when they're going to move. That's my wife. By the way. <laughs> people that are big planners, they have everything on a schedule. Everything's on the calendar. If it's not on yeah, the calendar, it doesn't exist. Then there are people where life happens, and they go, you know you, what? We need to make a change. Do you live in my house? Because I'm just everything saying. you described, wow. Yeah, I'm like, what was that? It's on the calendar. It's been on the calendar for four months. Like what? We have a calendar that there's goes a, out four months. There's a calendar that keeps. <laughs> meanwhile, we have like last year's Taylor Swift. No, two years ago, yeah. the 2022 Taylor Swift calendar here. That's because I can't take my look. That's very much that foggy image of her right there. That's very much what it's like outside today. And it's Taylor, and I haven't found a new one for 2024, but I'll keep my eyes open. We should. So yeah, the rates are coming down a little bit. Not they're they're not going to be back where they were for maybe years, maybe ever. We'll see. Those were historic lows right there are some people who are like i'm not gonna buy or sell until it's back down to three percent it's well, like well then it. you're never gonna live anywhere but you're gonna pay somebody else's rent is yep. what you're gonna do exactly so make a decision at some point when you're ready give me a call 612-859-2594 i donate a portion of every buy and sell to an area musician or band i almost choked up during that song because my uncle troy would uh would call me up and he'd say sean let's go whip the lakes and when he whipped the lakes, he put on he'd have a he'd have an album ready to go, I and mean, he'd be ready to go with whatever we were going to hear. And the rule with Troy was, when the song's going on, shut up and listen to the song. He'd pause he'd pause between the songs and tell you a joke or whatever it was. But he'd we'd whip the lakes and not talk. We would listen to music all the way around Harriet and now Benamakiska and Lake of the Isles, and then. You know, back home again. That sounds very therapeutic, actually. It was so you're like great. sitting there, you think, you rock out, and you're bouncing on the water, and that sounds excellent. Probably a hundred or more times in my life did wow. we do that. Like it was just constant. And I don't know where you go. Hey, what are you doing? I'm just hanging out watching TV. Come with me. It's 63 degrees. It's sunny. We're going to drop the top, and we're going to whip the lakes. Whip the lakes? That's what we called it. Wow. So we've done that with his ashes Hardcore a couple City of Kids. times now, too, which is kind of cool. But that was his favorite song, Perfect Circle from R.E.M. Fabulous. Well, he, it's a good one right there. Um, we're talking to Ed Cohen. Something just happened with my computer where everything shut down. Is that me? That is you. All right, hang on. Something just happened where Uh-oh, everything... oh computer. Where everything shut down. Something's being attacked. <clears throat> Seriously, I'm I'm working on it. That was like an alien thing there. You've been hacked. Okay, why is that running? What is happening right now? <laughs> this is a great moment of the show. This like, is this is great radio. What this the is, this fuck is, just, is happening? This is our age right now. Something happens. You're like, I don't know how to close this. How do I close this? I, I, dude, I'm trying. All right. I don't oh, love the chicken Popeyes from Popeyes. commercial too. <laughs> right. All right. I think we're gonna be okay, listeners. For those of you listening on CD, <laughs> remember that with Tom Petty? Yeah. For those of you listening on album, on you albums. have to get up and turn the album over. That was every year after we sold the city sampler and it would sell out. Yeah. Because then we're not going to make any more money for yep. charity for yep. it. We would play it the Saturday after it sold out. every, And I was always on that Saturday afternoon. Yep. We'd play half the sampler, 
play that blurb from Tom Petty. That's so great. Because we're like, go ahead and tape it and enjoy the music. We've made all the money we can make yeah, for charity. Right. So have it. It's everybody's, right? And uh, yeah, sadly, like many traditions, that one's gone away. So are we picking it up or are you leaving that nonsense in there? Oh, I think we can probably... Go ahead. Well, let's leave it in there. No, what no, the you hell? can chop it it's out It's a real want. moment. It's a real moment I... of technology meltdown <laughs> with Brian O. Plus, if it were me, it would make me look bad, but I think we leave it in there, don't sure, you, Ed? Sure, yeah. why not? <laughs> Sounds great. Ed Cohen, I appreciate your support. Ed Cohen is our guest, obviously signed on with the Brian Oak Show podcast before we'd even done episode one, and here we are, nearly 300, well, we are, 370 episodes later. I don't think anybody thought this was going to go on that long, and certainly not Ed, who's like, I don't know how to let these guys down easy. I, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm the one who reached out to yeah, you. Of course, I, I know, thought it would go 370 episodes. I, well, I, okay, then I guess I had less faith in me than you have in me and Sean. We have um, total faith in you. What I'm most proud of with this show is all of the local bands that we have supported and elevated and sold tickets in their music, et cetera, et cetera. But there is none of that without Smart Start. So thank you Agreed. again for, to you and Mike. Um, Maybe not everybody understands that, but music in many ways saved my life. So this is this is a big deal, and I just we love doing this show. Sometimes it's a grind because yeah. it just is. Yes, we'll cancel last second. We'll have stuff happen, right. but we have had three hundred seventy pretty damn awesome conversations. I agree wholeheartedly, uh, this man. Time. I can. I mean, it's and, been so great. And so never, thank you. Well, thank you. Well, thank you guys for doing it. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, no, it just, it's always, this is interesting to me. This is what I like to do because I always write down a note or two, but then I find almost universally five minutes in, I'm not even looking at the notes anymore right. because I'd rather have the conversation, sure. right? I mean, that's what this is about. And I think it's why we're still around this far. So, yeah. so um, thank you. Thank you. We really appreciate you and appreciate all of this. And you've helped our families too. So thank you for that. And who knows, one day, Sean may fall off the wagon and may need your professional assistance oh, again. let's not do that. Ten no, years no, we're not going living. to. You, are you at 10 years? Over 10 years. Over yeah, 10 no, years. Last, awesome. last November, yeah. That's great. But I'm still fun, as Ed knows, because we, you know, right. we'll go to Gopher games, and he knows I'm still fun. Now, there's times where I think he gets tired of my jokes, but, you know, he's he's kind. Well, I think people, <laughs> I think people felt the same way when you were drinking, too. That's true. <laughs> that's true, yeah. <laughs> I am Brian Oak. That is Sean Bernard. Before we say our final goodbye to Ed Cohen, I want to thank the organization that literally props us up. They are our primary pillar. That would be Smart Start MN. Also, OA Design Build Architecture. You yep. can check them out at oadesignbuild.com. Yep, thank the video is coming out soon. I'm meeting uh, with Michael Anschell today mm -hmm. uh, to go over the final edits. So we'll have that video of the Pillsbury Castle tour in construction should be out maybe next week, the week after that. Really? So, yeah, for Okay, sure. well, I mean, there was a lot going on there, so if they can get to turn yeah. around that fast, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, also, thanks to AudioQuip. Our friends at AudioQuip, long ago, also signed on board, no questions asked, and they have provided all the equipment that populates the Smart Start MN studio, and if there's ever a hiccup, they're over here like that. I mean, they're, they're really good at what they do. They so can great. help you whether you are a solo singer-songwriter busking on the street corner, or you need a proper, serious professional professional setup they can take care of you and they're good people too absolutely can't wait to see this show at first Ave with oh both my of you God. gentlemen both of you gentlemen our friend Oli's going to join us that's going to be great i'm right. excited about yep. it so first avenue main room sunday february 4th michael shannon like 
I guess when you said actor, I'm like, oh, he's probably been in a couple small things. Major Hollywood actor. Right. Okay, so he and Jason Narducci, major indie rock stalwart, they're going to be heading up, and a lot of friends are going to come by. And I know you were kind of not trying to hint at it earlier, but what if a special friend came by? What if? I mean, there are going to be people locally who love R.E.M., right? Right. I mean, so maybe it's not a member of R.E.M., but there could be other local luminaries because Jason's legacy goes deep in this town. That's right. And and who knows who might, what it says, and friends, now I'm actually a little tingly about it. I know. I mean, he's been Bob Mould's bass player for 12, 13 years. Uh Uh-huh. Bob Mould, I've heard of that guy. And by the way, uh, the drummer, I I haven't even talked about him, who... uh, Probably my favorite drummer today, John Worcester, okay. is playing with them. John plays with Bob Mould, plays with the Mountain Goats, wow. plays with Super, used to play with Super Chunk. Um, That's so weird that you say Mountain Goats because I almost played Mountain Goats <laughs> as my first song today. But it's hard to find a song by Mountain Goats that doesn't make you want to lay down and die. So, I mean, I love them. I, 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 I think John Darnielle is brilliant. But, you know, you listen to songs like No Children by Mountain mm-hmm. Goats, mm-hmm. you better be in a happy place, and it better not be a sad day for you. <laughs> Maybe because... not this gray day. Yeah, well, not, I mean, there, there are <clears throat> plenty of happy Mountain Goat songs if you go listen. Yeah. Getting into Knives, I mean, come on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's, there's Teeth the, of the Lion. There's oh, the entire up- album dedicated almost entirely to wrestling exactly exactly (laughs) yeah i just got i haven't listened to it yet jenny from thebes their new album actually i don't even know if it's their newest because he's ridiculously prolific i think he gets in a mood and just writes an entire album they drop into the studio and record it and print it out and off you go well and that was always but, his philosophy like back in the day he right. only put stuff on cassette right like he was one and of the original four track warriors like him and john vanderslice and they would just they would sell them out of their trunk and sell right. them as shows and um so it doesn't surprise me because that's kind of his philosophy right right so anyway the drummer's great the bass player's great the singer's great what kind of guests will they have we're gonna have to wait and find out but we don't have to wait much longer it's coming up in nine short days this coming sunday february 4th not this not, coming sunday yeah the following sunday february 4th first avenue main room a tribute to rem's murmur dj shane kramer of transmissions also going to be there to fill in the gaps and um i'm excited you guys it'll be yeah. fun to do a little socializing on a sunday night Absolutely. right on we're going to play one more song. Why do you want to play this one? Because it's great. I mean, I don't, it's just a great song, like all of them on this entire album.
understand.